Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And a good afternoon. As uh, boy, what a crazy weekend. Glad you're with me here on Listen Up, Grant Napier. We look forward to having a lengthy conversation today about where things stand in the sports world. Think about where we were last week as it related to COVID. Think about where we are as we start a new week. I mean, how crazy is this? You do have NFL football going on. The Raiders have an early lead on the Browns, uh, 10 nothing. But uh, what, what a crazy, crazy weekend that we have here uh, in the world of sports. And I'm going to try to keep it to sports because, listen, I, I I read everything like you read, and I read it. The cases are going up all over the world. And, you know, you just wonder, you know, I, I can talk about life all we want, but in terms of sports, the impact that this is going to have, I, I can't see how it's not going to have a huge impact in our sports world, similarly to what we had a year ago. You know, again, that's just my guess. All right, let's get to some big news from the weekend. And we start with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They get shut out yesterday by New Orleans. Go figure that, right? Chris Godwin out for the season with an ACL. So that is a really big loss uh, for Tampa. They have Mike Brown, hamstring, Leonard Fournette, hamstring, also Levante David, linebacker, also got hurt in the game against New Orleans. All right? Now, let me stick with this for a minute. You want to talk about the only thing that matters in sports? All you got to do is look at Bruce Arians and Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's three-game suspension is over for lying and having a fake vaccination card. Last year, Bruce Arians, the head coach, said upon his signing, quote, if he screws up one more time, he's done. Arians was asked, how come Brown got another chance? Quote, well, the history has changed since that statement. A lot of things went on last year that I was very proud of him. And I made a decision that was best for our football team. How about that? How about that? Asked what the decision-making process was like for him. He said, I could give a S what they think. The only thing I care about is this football team. 
and what's best for us. So what that means is, yeah, my players can lie. My players can cheat. My players can continually do stupid things like Antonio Brown has his entire career. But I just lost a receiver yesterday in Chris Godwin. And so I need Antonio Brown on my football team. Period. That's what it matters. That's the only thing that matters. It's just a joke. It really is. It's absolutely a joke. And that's just, it's such a, I got to tell you, it turns me off, man. It absolutely does. It just turns me off. I mean, does it turn me off where I'm not going to watch any of the games? No. But I don't miss it as much as I used to, I'll tell you that. Like, if I miss a game, it doesn't kill me like it used to. All right, so I did my rant today. I got a follow-up. You can find this. I think you're going to find this uh, interesting. I did a rant today about the New York Giants, who yesterday, for Fan Appreciation Day, gave their season ticket holders a free medium Pepsi. Now, I just assumed that everyone at the game who had a ticket could get a free medium Pepsi. Oh, I was wrong. I have a buddy who works for the Giants, and he said, no, you got your information wrong. I said, oh, really? He said, oh, yeah. He said, you only got a free Pepsi if you were a season ticket holder. And even if you had, let's say, four tickets under one account, you only got one free medium Pepsi. I said, come on. That can't be accurate. He goes, no, it's accurate. I said, so you're telling me if I have season tickets for the Giants and I buy four tickets and I'm spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars every month to go see your embarrassing product because it's four tickets on one account, I only get a voucher for one medium Pepsi. He said, yep. So I thought it was pretty bad when I did my rant. How about now, huh? How about that? Unbelievable. Seriously. Unfreaking believable. All right, if you want to get on the show today, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. We've got a lot of other games that we want to talk about. Of course, the uh, nightcap tonight has Minnesota and Chicago, two games tomorrow. Kings in action tonight in Golden State, coming off a loss where they basically rested everybody in Toronto. So Kings are going to have to be ready to go tonight uh, because the Warriors are back home. And again, basically they sat the entire team as they gave up the game in Toronto uh, to end their road trip. All right, so we've got all of that. You've got the uh, NFL. you got the COVID. And, I mean, you tell me how they're going to continue these seasons if you look at what's happened in only one week. Again, just go back to last Monday to this Monday. And now try to visualize what things are going to be like next Monday. The NBA is allowing teams to sign replacement players. The NBA is doing everything in their power to keep things going in a positive direction. The Nets have postponed their next two games because of COVID spikes. Uh, Andrew Wiggins of the Warriors is now in COVID protocol, and he will not play tonight against Sacramento. Uh, It just goes on and on and on. It really does. And now you have to ask, what is going to happen next week? We do know one thing. 
Anthony Davis won't be playing next week because Mr. Balsawood got hurt again. I mean, this guy is just an injury-prone individual. That's it. Again, this guy gets hurt getting out of the shower in the morning. It's unbelievable. So he's going to be out for at least four weeks. At least four weeks. So if you're a Lakers fan, same old story. Same old story. And when you look at the standings in the Western Conference, and you look at the Lakers right now, they are a game over 500 at 16 and 15 and in seventh place. Minnesota, eighth. Dallas, ninth. Sacramento and Portland tied for 10th. There you go. Phoenix, by the way, 24 and 5. Number one in the West gets Devin Booker back tonight. So that's good news for Phoenix. Not that they have missed him, but that is uh, good news. All right, let's get back to the NFL and what happened yesterday in the Green Bay Baltimore game. I don't have a problem with John Harbaugh going for two to win the game. What I have a problem with is not kicking a field goal in the first quarter and getting too greedy and giving up points. Browns, by the way, have scored. They're on the board. It's 10-7 final minutes of the first half. But think about this. You have a Baltimore team that goes for two to win the game, but they get too greedy in the opening quarter. And on a fourth down, instead of kicking a field goal, they're in the red zone. They go for it. They don't make it. And the ball goes to Green Bay, and you give up three points. I see that all the time now in the NFL. I, I don't understand why we are seeing coaches give up three points so often. It, it happens every, every single week. And you're left scratching your head. You think those three points were important? Yeah, I think so. So, you know, give Green Bay credit. You know, they are, to me, right now, and we always talk, I've always said this, that, you know, I hate NFL power rankings every week. I don't give a damn who the best team in the NFL is in September, October, or November. It means nothing to me. It's, it's irrelevant. It's stupid. Okay? We always have, well, gee, who's the best team in the NFL? Yeah, we talk about it because we're sports fans, right? All right, who was the best team in the NFL when December started? It was the Arizona Cardinals, right? What's happened to the Arizona Cardinals since then? They've lost two in a row. They've lost three or four. And they're now 10 and four. And they they just lost to the Detroit Lions. Okay? You have Green Bay, who's in the driver's seat for the number one seed at 11 and three. You have Tampa with that bad loss yesterday. Now it's 10 and four. In the AFC, the Chiefs have won seven in a row. Who were we talking about in October as the best team in the AFC? Kansas City? Huh? Nope. Who were we talking about? We were talking about a couple of teams, right? We were talking about Baltimore. They've lost three in a row. We were talking about Buffalo at the beginning of the year. They're eight and six. And the AFC North, how about that division? Eight and six, eight and six, Cincy and Baltimore. 
Cincinnati seven and six, Pittsburgh seven and six. But seriously, you know, why do we talk about best teams in the NFL? You think Arizona right now, anyone's talking about them as one of the best teams in the NFL, but yet everyone had them as as good as any team in the NFC. And now they're going south. They're going downhill. And Green Bay, again, has won three in a row. There's no doubt in my mind they would have won at Kansas City, all right, had Aaron Rodgers been playing. No doubt in my mind. So to me, they, uh, barring injury, they should be in pretty good shape. Now the question is, can Aaron Rodgers win a championship game in which he's one and four in his career? That's 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 where we're at. All right, if you want to come on the show today, raise your hand, hit your hand icon, and I'll put you right up uh, on stage. But you know the NFL. Yeah, I want to see teams getting some momentum going into the playoffs, but I don't really give a damn about what things look like in September, October, or November. I really don't because things change too quickly. E-Train, how are you, sir? Hey, good afternoon, Grant. Do you think the uh, Giants need to make a coaching change at the end of the season, and do you think Daniel Jones is the quarterback of the future for him? Uh, I think they need to make a general manager change. Uh, I don't think this is Joe Judge's fault. I think Dave Gettleman has proven that he's incompetent as a general manager, and he will not be back after this year. Uh, as far as Daniel Jones, I would definitely go after a quarterback this year. The Giants uh, now have a quarterback who has a serious neck injury. I've been hearing reports that he may not be able to continue his career. So uh, to me, the Giants now have to go and get another quarterback based on that medical uh, opinion. Now, as far as Jones himself goes, his big weakness is fumbling the football. Uh, that did not get as uh, that did not improve as much as I thought it would this year. I have not been able to fully evaluate Jones because he plays behind a subpar offensive line with bad talent, and I, I don't know how you can fairly critique him. I think he has talent. I think he can play in the NFL, but now with this injury, uh, I would make me very nervous. Perfect. Thanks, Grant. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. Now, this is not a really strong draft for quarterbacks. And the Giants not only have their pick, but they have the Bears pick this year. So I'm not really sure, you know, how they're going to handle this. But they have so many needs. First need is they got to get a general manager. Uh, David Gettleman's just awful. I mean, terrible. It's as bad as it's been. Bad as it's been. You know, you got to, and, and that will happen. There's absolutely zero doubt in my mind that that will happen. There's no question. Has to. All right, other COVID news. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs, who, as I said, have won seven in a row. Uh, Travis Kelsey has been placed on the COVID list today. Now, according to many reports, he is vaccinated. So he could easily be back for the game against Pittsburgh on Sunday. All right? 47 players were put on the COVID list today. That's the most that the NFL has had in one day. How about that? So 
I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you tell me how a, a sport like the NHL or the NBA, by the way, the NHL has banned teams from traveling across the border. So you tell me, how will leagues be able to continue their season? Right? So in other words, the National Hockey League has suspended games with cross-border travel until after Christmas. So they have postponed 12 games involving U.S. teams playing Canada-based teams this week. And these are teams, by the way, that have their own airplanes, okay? You know, they, they, they it's – I don't understand this. That part I do not understand. That does not make a lot of sense to me. It really doesn't. So you think about what's going on in the National Hockey League. And, for instance, no games. The Detroit Red Wings, by the way, they have been shut down at least through Christmas because of COVID. So how is it that the NBA is going to be able to continue their season without any delays. Like, explain that to me. Like, how is it that the season is not going to be paused, suspended at some point? If if we just look at what's happened in seven days from when I was on last Monday until now, explain to me how that is going to happen. I don't understand. I think it's going to be a real issue. A real issue. John, you're next. How are you, John? I'm good, Grant. How are you doing? Good. What's going on today? Well, I want to respond to your question you were just posing right now. Um, you know, my friend had a good common sense thought about uh, the most, the, all this rash of, uh, of health and safety protocols. I think it's over 100 players now. I saw that on Twitter recently. Yes. I'm not sure if that's correct. But, yeah, I mean, he thinks it's Omicron because that's supposed to be more virulent, more... Um, more transmissible. It catches it is on Omicron. quicker than They've people. already come out and said that. 90% oh, okay. of the cases it, in America are Omicron. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Because it's more transmissible. It's more virulent. And, um, but it's not as, as – I'm not a doctor at all. I'm not right. a, I'm not, and I'm not fully uh, researched into all this stuff. But I've heard that it's not as, uh, as damaging as Delta. It's not as uh, – for people, especially for people that are vaccinated and boosted, right. you know, it's not as damaging for those people. I've heard again on Twitter, and also, you know, just some guy on Twitter, probably a blue check mark on Twitter, but he said that Chicago players are a lot of them are asymptomatic, were asymptomatic. You know, they were not experiencing much in the way of uh, symptoms. They were vaccinated. Right. So, you know, here's my solution, or my how they can do it is just like it's becoming endemic, a new word I learned recently, sure. which means like it's becoming part of our life. You yeah, know? but you see, you're, gonna, the one part you just yeah. said, you're right about asymptomatic and everything, but that doesn't mean you can't spread the virus. So even for if sure, you're asymptomatic, sure. yes, you don't have any symptoms and you're feeling good, but if you're in a room with 40 other people, you know, you can pass it on to every single person. So that's, there's a big difference with that. You know, I mean, I agree with you, asymptomatic's great, but that doesn't mean that you're not passing it on to other people. Sure. Yeah. Vaccinated people can pass it on, can catch it and pass it on for sure. Um, I guess the players union is pushing, but has pushed back in the past on uh, requiring vaccinations. Correct. Right. Um, yes, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, 
if these players were to choose to get vaccinated, maybe you could make it so that like if they're vaccinated and boosted <clears throat> and they get the virus and they're asymptomatic, they can choose to play. Like if they had the flu or food poisoning, like Jordan apparently sure. had food poisoning, not the flu, he could choose to play. And um and if they if they if it's not if they're not vaccinated, they have to or if they I don't I don't know. I yeah, guess I'm it, just trying see, John, to scrap in the straws. There's but, too many unknowns yeah. right now. Because if you just think about the spread of the virus across the world in one week, we're not only talking about the United States. I mean, look at what's sure. going on in other parts of the world. Okay. So, you know, there, there are a lot of variables here because everything is changing so quickly. You know, things are changing so quickly. Like it's. Yeah, I just think um, eventually it's going to mutate continuously. And, um, but the vaccines seem to be helping with. Uh, the effects of getting it. So um, maybe we could just eventually uh, be like the flu. And if you if you want to play, you can play. If you don't want to play because you're sick, you know, you can't play. You, I, see, play. But you see, I don't think it's a matter about, I don't think it's a matter of that. Like, it's just, I understand you're making this into common sense. And I love your common sense because I feel exactly the same way you do. But yeah. the medical experts are, and, sure. the, and the, the scientists and everything else are putting a lot of, pressure on these leagues to handle things a certain way because of the domino effect of this virus. I'm with you 100%. If you're asymptomatic and feeling well and you've vaccinated and you've had your booster and you want to play, go out and play. I'm with you. I think that's the way it should be. But there are so many other variables, the staff, the people that you're in contact with, the officials. I mean, I can go on and on the the domino effect. And again, I, I'm not a you, this is you and me talking as two sports guys that really don't know what the hell we're talking about as it relates to the virus. So, yeah. you know, I don't want to pass out wrong information. But if what sure. we are reading is true and this new variant is up to 70 times more contagious than the Delta variant, let's say they're off by 50 percent. Let's say it's 20 times more um, contagious. Well, look at what happened with the Delta variant, not only in this country, but around the world. Why would we think that that's not going to happen again? Now, I don't have the data in front of me. Well, gee, how many people are being hospitalized because of this variant? How many people are dying? I don't know any of that. You know, I, we, we'll, we'll learn as we go along. Right now, John, all I can tell you is this, and I don't think you would even disagree. It's getting worse and worse and worse by the hour, not by the day, but by the hour. Yes, if they stick with what they're doing, um, they probably will have to. Uh, yeah, but how I mean, are they going to? Those... How are they going to change what they're doing, John? That's my point. What are they going to do differently? Well, I'm just—I was going to say they're probably going to, I guess. But if you shut down, and I guess you say, okay, players, go isolate in your homes until everyone is doesn't have COVID, doesn't have the Omicron again anymore, and then you go back out and start playing again, and they're going to catch it from wherever again. I guess it's like bubble again, yep. right? Is okay, so let yeah. me ask you this. Yes, and you make a fabulous point. What about fans going to games? Are they going to now? Oh start yeah banning fans from going to games. And, and, and here's the other aspect. If you're a fan and you're vaccinated and you see how many people that are vaccinated are contracting this virus. I mean, there are a lot of people that are getting COVID every day that have had all three shots that are fully vaccinated yeah. and they are still coming down with COVID. Are, is that a deterrent, John, to go to games? Well, uh, in general, it probably is. Yeah, I bet it is. For me, it's not because... Um, I mean, I just don't. I I have all three shots, and I uh, Moderna all three all three shots of Moderna, and it's like I don't I don't expect it. I'm 40 years old and relatively good health. I don't expect it to be terrible if I get it. So I'm right. I'm willing to take that risk. Yes, I don't. And want I am that. too. 
And I, I, but I'm, for I'm, generally I'm speaking, too. though, it's a deterrent. Yeah, I would agree. I'm, I'm, I am with you. I am willing to take that risk 100%. Hey, I got on an airplane last week, and I left the country, and I knew full well the risks, and I was willing to take that risk because I was like, okay, you know what? I've done what I can do. I'm fully vaccinated. I had my booster in November. I'm older than you. I'm 62, but I consider myself in good health. And I weighed the pros and the cons. I understood the risks that I was taking. And me, as Grant Napier, I was comfortable in taking those risks. Everyone has to make their own decision. Yeah, but I think um, just to back up a little bit, it would be probably bubble would be the solution, I guess. Go back to bubble status, which is well, you know that's, like that. That's an enormous know. amount of money. Um, that's an yes. incredible undertaking the owners, for the league. The owners want to want to continue on because of their, yep. because, you know, financially. So. And the players don't want the bubble. They they didn't like the yeah, bubble. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they did it because sure. they had to. But you know, a lot of these players are married with families. Uh, they don't want the bubble, and I don't think that's going to fly. So, hey, John, you know what? It's always good talking to you, man. I really appreciate it, and I'm with you. Common sense should prevail here, but unfortunately. There's too much politics involved with this. There's too much of the unknown in this. And leagues are paranoid about one of their athletes dying from this disease because they were callous in their protocols and what have you, or a staff member, or, you know, there's a lot more to this than just meets the eye. I get it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Hey, thanks, Grant. Take care, John. Bye-bye. John brings up some good points here, uh, but I don't understand. You know, in the National Football League, you have a, a team that has, what, in addition to the players, coaches, staff, what are we talking about, 90, 100 people times 32? And now we're just going to say, hey, if you have COVID and you're fully vaccinated and you're asymptomatic, you can play. See, to me, I don't think it matters whether you're asymptomatic or not. <laughs> you can still pass the virus just as easily if you're asymptomatic or not. If you have the virus, you have the virus. I mean... I, I, that's the part that to me is puzzling. That's the part that's puzzling. You think, well, just because you're asymptomatic, go ahead and play. Okay, well, that's fine. You can play. You're feeling good, but you still have the virus. Uh, it's crazy. All right. Uh, the game is now moved on. I'm talking about the Raiders and the Browns, 13-7 as the fourth quarter has just begun, all right? 13-7 in a just an awful game being played in Cleveland. Uh, Nick Mullins, the third-string quarterback on the field for the Browns. But uh, 13, and listen, the Raiders, they lose their season's over, all right? We, we know that. They have to. Uh, Browns have the football on their own uh, 26-yard line. All right, if you want to get in on the program today, uh, just hit your hand icon. Big game coming up this week in the National Football League, and that is in the AFC East as the New England Patriots finally had their stinker of a game in Indianapolis their young quarterback, Mac Jones, struggled, played very well in the fourth. You know, I, I, that really showed me a lot, bouncing back against Indianapolis. But it was too little, too late. And so your games this week, and don't, 
You know, I was talking about Travis Kelsey. I forgot that game's on Thursday, not Sunday. So Travis Kelsey may not be able to play. That's a and that that's a big game. Actually, I take that back. That was last Thursday. I've got the wrong schedule. I apologize. Let me get this week on. Uh, my bad. So it is Sunday. My bad. It is Sunday coming up uh, for Kansas City. Uh, but so I, it's hard to believe we're already in week 16 in the National Football League. Uh, that's hard for me to believe. There are no more Thursday night games. I pointed that Very big game. And you have San Francisco at Tennessee, which is a very big game. So there are some really interesting games this week in the National Football League. Now, when you look at the standings in the NFL, all right, you got New England with five losses, Buffalo with six losses. You have Buffalo who lost to New England two weeks ago. So if New England wins this game, They're going to win the division. It's pretty simple. Buffalo has to win this game. This is a must-win game for the Buffalo Bills if they're going to win the division. So there's some big games this week. There are some very important games. So you have San Francisco at Tennessee. Niners have gotten off the mat. You know, they looked down and out after they lost that game to Arizona. And now they have really turned it around. And, the, you know, I look for teams with momentum right now. They're a team that's got momentum. They've got momentum. Eight and six. They are, you know, a solid wild card team right now. They take on a Tennessee team that's nine and six. Now, I do not understand this, and I'm going to say this over and over and over again because it makes absolutely no sense to me. There is nothing more absurd and more ridiculous than a team having to play Thursday night, okay, like the San Francisco 49ers and traveling that far for a game on a Thursday night. Asinine. Stupidity. Should not happen. You're playing Thursday night football. You should be playing a team in your own time zone. San Francisco to Tennessee. That's a three and a half hour flight. That's wrong. That is flat out wrong to have a team on the West Coast on a Thursday night in December get on a plane and go three and a half hours, two time zones. That's awful. The NFL should do better than that. That is a bad job by the National Football League. Absolutely horrible. That is as bad as it gets. That's a shame. And the NFL should be ashamed of themselves. That is a huge disadvantage for any team. It's wrong. Flat out wrong. Especially at this point in the season with only a couple games left. With the attrition and everything else that goes on in a season. Terrible. Terrible. All right, we'll update you. The Raiders looking to hang on 
with their slim wild card hopes. They are on top 13 to 7, and they've got the football. So we'll see if they can add on here. But they are they're in pretty much must win mode. Must win mode. All right, if you want to get on the show, all you got to do is hit your hand icon, raise your hand. You want to talk some NBA? You know, again, my gut feeling is we think things are bad right now as it relates to COVID and the lifestyle that we're living. I don't think, as they say, you ain't seen nothing yet. That's what I think. I think we're going to be coming on here next week and the week after, and I'm going to say, hey, you remember that day I came on the week before Christmas? And I was talking about, gee, we haven't seen anything yet. And that the difference between last Monday and this Monday was night and day. And then next Monday when we come on after the holiday weekend. And then the week after that to start the new year. I think that's what we're going to be saying. I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong. But I don't see how things all of a sudden are just going to get better and Are we going to see no fans at football games in the playoffs? Are we going to see fans not being allowed to go to games indoors at hockey and basketball arenas? Are we going to see fans not allowed to go to watch college teams? Or will there be no games to watch? Is that a more likely scenario? Is that a more likely scenario? You know, the NBA is doing everything they can. Replacement players and this and that. Something else I wanted to talk about today that I just think is a disgrace. And I think that the Golden State Warriors should be ashamed of themselves. The Golden State Warriors play one game a year in Toronto. They have arguably the most or second most marketable player in the league in Steph Curry. And the Warriors, for their only trip into Toronto, decided that they were going to arrest everybody, including Steve Kerr. Steph Curry was arrested. Draymond Green, they said hip. They said Iguodala knee. Wiggins knee. But Steph Curry did not play. So you had a sold-out crowd in Toronto, holidays, young boys and girls, moms and dads, all getting ready to see Steph Curry, but they rested him. That's the problem right now in the NBA, one of the problems. And they tried to eradicate that by asking teams to rest their players at home games due to the fact that you got 41. But the fans that had bought their tickets, that were all excited to go watch Steph Curry play, didn't get a chance to watch him play because he was being rested. Can't you play the guy 10 minutes a half? Is that going to kill you? Just play him 10 minutes a half. Is that really the worst thing in the world? Play him five minutes a half. Let the fans who only get a chance to see 
arguably the MVP of the league this year. Okay? Let him let watch him for five minutes a half, would you please? You are in the entertainment business. That's what you get paid for is to entertain the fans. Awful job by the Warriors. Terrible job by the Warriors. As bad as it gets. It's a bad look for the league. It's a bad look for the Warriors. And I wanted to get that in because that bugged the hell out of me the other night when I saw that. That is absolutely brutal. One game a year in Toronto, and you're not playing Steph Curry. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Warriors, by the way, tonight at home against Sacramento. Andrew Wiggins in COVID protocol. Of course, the Kings have a lot of players in COVID protocol. Warriors, again, coming off a game where they really haven't played. They didn't play anybody, and they rested Curry. Uh, Kings beating San Antonio. So we'll see how they fare tonight against Golden State. All right, back tomorrow at the same time, 4 o'clock Pacific. Hope you have a great rest of the day. And thank you so much, as always, for checking me out here. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.